episode 85. Doesn't matter, Archambo Hockey is back on! What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Both of you, you're fucking from another planet. I can't believe we live in the same country. Oh, the fucking phone's ringing during hockey no, night no, in no, Canada. Who's calling during hockey night in Canada? Who the fuck even has a hard line anymore? Archambo, rip the fucking phone out of the hole! What's next? You're gonna have someone deliver a pizza during the fucking overtime? Huh? I told this guy where I was from. He said, oh, Canada. Kind of laughed it off. It's funny, huh? Good evening, Doremi fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How you doing, EC? What's going on, Asus? Good to uh, good to see you. Very cold outside. Some winter uh, wonderland out in Oklahoma City, but uh, good to see you, man. Good. I mean, yeah, I'm stuck here in Midland, Texas, and you see, I haven't seen I haven't seen snow. Uh, when's the last time I saw snow? Real snow, real snow. Like I mean, snow flurries. Yes, it happened last a little bit last year during that during that Texas winter storm debacle that you know we lost power for a whole week. Well, we saw a little bit of snow flurries, but snow like this, you see, I haven't seen snow like this since probably two thousand and three. Yeah, three when it actually snowed and it snowed well in in South Texas. So uh, yes, obviously I'm in East Texas, so I doubt they're gonna see this where I'm from, but. I haven't seen real snow like this since since in almost almost 10, 20 years, EC. So it's pretty crazy. I'm gonna after the pod, I'm gonna go FaceTime my girls. I'm gonna head downstairs, FaceTime my girls, and so they could see you know they could see snow for the first time uh, in their lifetime. You see, and my girls are five and six years old, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll go play. I'll go play in the snow here a bit. I'll be look, you know, forty old 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 ass man probably. You know, sledding down the hill that's behind my hotel. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but you see, I have a, I have a problem. You see, I have this has been a, such a depressing couple of days. You see, started off on Sunday. I was driving up to Midland. I get a text from my boss. I don't know. My boss is Canadian. You see, you get where I'm going. Yep. The day before, my dumbass made a bet with my boss. Because I don't know, I had a feeling. I, th- I had a feeling. I thought, okay, you, you know, U.S., Canada, play on Sunday. No Alfonso Davies. Yeah, they play in Canada, but, you know, it's not like the U.S. not played in cold weather before. I was like, you know what, the U.S. is going to do it. I didn't think it was, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't. Canadians are a bunch of scrubs, I think. They have no big stars other than Alfonso Davies. The U.S.A. let me. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> I just love it. Just he just comes for all the Canadians in one shot. <laughs> so we see what I did. You know, at first, you know, he was gonna give me. He wanted me to give him a score. You know, like he wanted to give me in points, two nil. And anyways, I said no, straight up, straight up. It's gonna go straight up, hundred bucks, straight up. Fine, we bet a hundred bucks. And then, <clears throat> um, my dumbass 
made a little side bit. I was like, if Canada wins, I'll sing O Canada during my uh, training class. To, you know, that, I, that I'm up here for, you know, t- to conduct. Uh, I was supposed to do it today. And, you know, my boss is kind of, you know, very, very, uh, is nice enough to, um, how do you say? Nice enough to not let me fulfill that bit, not embarrass myself. But so to homage, to an homage to my owing my boss, I, uh, that's what the intro is about, you know? It's a Canadian montage of, um, of a of a, a bet that I had to fulfill, of Canada actually probably going to win the group. It's that would be when in the world would we ever say that the Canadians were going to win the group uh, and on their way to the World Cup, especially in February. But you know, hey, you know what is it, what is the term? Uh, a blind nut gets a, a blind squirrel gets a nut sometime, you know, or. Uh, uh, clock is always wrong once a, twice a year, twice a day or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm my euphemisms. My euphemisms mm. are pre, you know pretty off today. Uh, so you see that's that's one thing. But you see, after, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you noticed or you knew or if you're keeping track. Today is our second anniversary going into our third season of the Don't Random Me podcast. Our first episode was. Uh, the first Wednesday or Tuesday after the January transfer window in 2020. So congratulations, ZC. We've been on for all, we've been on for two straight years doing this thing once, at least once a week, uh, doing what we love talking about United and it's been two straight, two straight years that we've been doing this. So I'm glad, I mean, we, you know, glad to be doing this with you. I mean, we had Matt on for a bit. Uh, we had, you know, we had some wonderful guests, so thank you for everybody that's been on, uh, that's contributed, and most of all, thank UEC for being my partner in this. That's kind of, that does sound weird, being my partner. Um, <laughs> we have wives. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, UEC, okay? Um, being my, uh, being my, I'm, I was going to say my ride or die, but again, why did I say that? Why am I, why am I saying this stuff? Um, you got to get your... On, man, sometimes you gotta get your tug on. <laughs> I get my emotions. I don't know, uh, but thank you for being a part of the CC. I enjoy it every every um every time we do this, uh, and just I mean just let's 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 just pray for the you know pray that you know pray for the future in this in this endeavor that we've been on for exactly not exactly two years, but eh, you know I mean, you know give or take give or take a day or two, but yes for two years EC. Thank you very much. And uh, let's hope we uh, let's hope let's let's pray for uh, let's just shoot for the stars in this one. Absolutely, bigger and better things to come. Consistency, content, fun times, great shows, great guests. Um, that's what you guys are gonna get. So you know, really exciting. It really blows by, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it, it's when you're having fun and doing what you love. Um, the time just kind of floats by. So. That's a testament to that because I was completely unaware. So <laughs> super excited. We're we're really getting close, closing in on a hundred episodes, which is really cool. Another mind, milestone. So no, this is awesome. This is what this is what we both wanted. We're both being able to do it. So you know, I'm I'm uh, very excited to see where we go in the future. You see, now you just made the, you said that. Now you just made me feel like the wife that you know you forgot the anniversary. You forgot our anniversary. You know? <laughs> I did. I am the <laughs> old man. Oh, that's a pain. 
Sorry, well, I'm, I'm double dipping. No worries, I'm watching it too. Um, well, you see, uh, we don't have any good news to talk about today, I re- other than other than that is our you know our two year anniversary, and we're going on our third season. Um, we don't have anything good because we had the transfer deadline on Monday, came and went. Crickets. Other than the door shutting when people left, that's it. Crickets. Crickets. What the hell happened? What's going on? We had Ahmad out, right? Ahmad went on a loan to Rangers. <clears throat> Good for him. I mean, the guy scored, what, in five minutes within in, in his debut? Great for the guy. Great for them. We talked about Tony going to Sevilla last week. <clears throat> I think it's great for Tony. It's great for his career. I'm hoping we can offload him in the summer. Obviously, it's a loan deal. Let's, let's hope he produces for Sevilla, and we don't make the mistake of bringing him back. I think I think the Tony train, the Tony experiment, has passed us by. Another thing, another another player that that I think the experiment has passed us by because we talked about him not getting a sniff with Ole, and he didn't get a sniff with Ragnik. He didn't get a fair shot. I mean, he was still doing the mop up time in the ninety first minute, ninety second minute. Is Donny? Donny goes to Everton, and you know what he see? Everton got Deli Ali and Donny. I don't know, you know, who knows what's gonna happen with Everton? I mean, Aston Villa, man, and in the, the window, God, I mean, who? They, I think they knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. But that we keep a disgruntled player in Jesse Lingard. Deadline deal. I think it was for Newcastle. <clears throat> Every, <coughs> everything looked uh, poised to go to Newcastle. Nothing happened. And like I said, nobody coming in. What the hell happened, you see? I mean, we have this high hopes. First of all, the squad's depleted, right? Or no, we have an inflated squad, but we're not using half of it. We're using pretty much every player. Most of the players, almost every match. We're not rotating as much as we should. We don't trust players. So we're not bringing in... The, the main position that we really need is a defensive mid. There was rumors with Zakaria and some uh, some other, I think it was one, one French player. I'm not going to try to even pronounce his name. Um, but yeah, we didn't do anything. There was rumors. I know you you talked about that, uh, that Argentine uh, uh, striker. Uh, Alvarez, right? Alvarez? Julian Alvarez? He went to Manchester, United, went to City. Great move for them. For us, well, it is what it is. We're stuck with um, Ronaldo, Ngala, you know, he's emerged. Uh, Cavani, Rashford, Sanjo. I don't know, you see. I, I don't know what to make of it. What I can make of it is that I think Ed Woodward... So last day was Tuesday, not Monday. His last day was Tuesday. I think he wanted to burn the place down on his way out. Period. No transfers, no no good, no positive, nothing positive. Save as much money as he can for the Glazers and burn the place down because obviously, you know, um this uh Arnold guy that's supposed to take be taken over. He wasn't he had a uh, he, <laughs> he had to take he was taken over after Woodward left. He didn't, you know, there was no input for him. I I don't know, you see. The future does, it looks bleak. 
unless we go on fire sale, get rid of eight players in the summer and sign eight good players. I mean, I'm great players and get a new coach and not and because it's not it, the new coach, the new manager, Ragnick is not it. He's not it. Period. We're I mean we're doomed for mediocrity. I mean, I don't care if he gets to the Champions League final. This team does not... It looks bleak, you see. I, I, that's all I can say. It looks bleak. The future looks bleak. Period. I don't know what you thought about the transfer deadline. Or transfer window. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, we needed a midfielder. Um, we all knew that. And we basically got rid of three of them or two of them. So, um, you know, I don't know what the plan is. I, You know... It, it reports what it's sounding like is that they're waiting on the, you know, whoever the coach will eventually be. The, the rumors are is that that coach will have a, a huge summer transfer window. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, for me, that basically means it's it's top four or bust, which, you know, ultimately, yes, I, you know, I do want them to get top four. Um, but, you know, the way I'm looking at it, if you've got a chance to, you know, strengthen the club if, if you've got, you know, money to go out and get kids, um, you know, like the Alvis kid, um, you know, you go out and you and you you lock that down. So they, they sign up for pennies on the dollar, you see, right? They signed yeah, up for like fifteen I mean, he, million. Yeah, yeah, he he wasn't going to be a lot for any club. United could have afforded him. You know, I don't I don't think that that was the issue. I honestly, you know, his agent came down several weeks before the window uh, was closed, so. You know, the negotiations must have broke down or he just didn't like what the project was. It's very difficult, I know, for for a lot of players to, you know, kind of come to terms with, you know, if, if I'm coming in here, is this the voice of the future or, you know, what is it? Because, you know, I understand what you're saying, but I think the reality of the situation is if he does, if, if Ragnick does win Champions League and, and does get an FA Cup and finishes top four, not FA Cup, uh, yeah, FA Cup, and finishes top four, he will get an opportunity to interview for the position. Not saying he'll get it, but you're looking at Pochettino and you're looking at Ten Hag. Those are the only two rumored coaches yeah. with Pochettino being probably the favorite with them losing in the round of 16 in their, what we would call Champions Cup uh, the other day. So I, I'm i not excited about where we are right now. Um, there's a whole lot of question marks for me. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited for a mod, like you said, but you know if you're asking me specifically about the window, I would I would grade United a, a D minus, um, just just for the fact I'll, I'll give them a D just because they did allow players mm-hmm. like a mod to play. I really am, I want to see Donny play, you know I want to see him in the Premier League. I want to see him, and not just for my selfish reasons. I want him to prove to me that he's a Premier League player. <clears throat> you know I, I I'm on, I know I'm I'm probably on the the opposite. You know, of of most, I think he's had an opportunity, and I don't think he's taken advantage of that opportunity that he's given, even if it is five minutes. Because, you know, Ahmad had a couple five ten minutes here and there, and he scored goals and and did things. So Alanga's come in and he took his small chances that he's got, and he's turned it into big ones. So mm. I think he's got an opportunity. It's probably not what everyone else is wanting to see, but you know what? Now at Everton, he should at least come off the bench and start regularly for mm-hmm. Everton. I, I think so. Really excited for that. Um, you know, the likes of Palistri, who played great for Uruguay today, 
Um, you know, you, you want to see those kids continue to play well. So it it, it, it it was bad. There's no way to, to sugarcoat it or say, well, this or that. I think for me, you know, I wanted to see Ra- uh, Ragnick put his stamp on the club. If, if you're going to be the guy who's ultimately brought here to make decisions, well, you should have made a couple during the window. It didn't have to be splashing the cast $100 million Declan Rice, but there's got to be some midfielders who he's been looking at and liked that he could have swayed his way into to getting somebody into the club. So D minus at best. And it was just really due to the fact that some of these young kids are going to get some playing time that they need to develop their games. No. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'll, again, I gave it an F and now, okay, I'm going to, I'll be on your side. You convinced me. Uh, D, D, D minus just the fact that we got people out and it needed to happen inflated squad. Do we, I mean, we, there's still more to come hopefully. Um, but the Jesse Lingard thing baffles me. EC. You said, I mean, I know earlier you said Ragnit, and it's been rumored that Ragnit wanted him to go. Jesse wants to go. I mean, why did the, I mean, what good does Jesse be, uh, is having Jesse on the bench disgruntled and in the, and a disgruntled player in the dressing room? What good is he? I think as an asset, if you're talking about his mental, <clears throat> uh, no good. I think as a business move, I think if they're thinking to themselves, you know, I think it was rumored 10 to 12 million and United saying we want 20, 25. It's one of those things, again, where, to your point, it sounds like because you got to remember this this guy, this this new guy that's in charge, the CEO, he and, he and Woodward literally went to school together. Yeah. Right. So they, they have history. They have they, their buddies, their pals. They're both accountants. Um, and so. The, the rumors are is that he's going to let football people make football decisions. However, this seems to me like a, a money financial move uh, more than just a football move and, and making the right decision for the footballer. I think Jesse's a great servant of the club. He's been at the club since he, I think he was nine years old, um, grew up in the academy, uh, played for FA Cups as a kid, won an FA Cup as a, on the senior team. Mm-hmm. Winner for me, that Cup. deserves enough to be able to um, to get a move, you know, when, when he wants one. So, um, hate to see it. All, all Everything I'm, I'm saying, it's all speculation. I don't have any uh, truth to that, but it does ultimately sound like, you know, what he wants and what would have been best for him uh, was to go ahead and move forward um, with with Newcastle. But even at that, you said it's a business move, you see. Um, what's the whole term? 20 in the hand is 10 in, 10 in the parcel or... Again, why am I? Why do I do the CC? If I don't know fucking euthanisms, why do I try? Twenty it's, in the hand is twenty in the bush, it's right? It's better to try. Eventually, these are going to start rolling <laughs> off your tongue. I don't know if you guys don't watch the show Billions. That's kind of what Jesus is on. They're they're quick to give a movie metaphor or a punchline. I've never watched that show, and they do it purposely. Uh-huh. It's like the thing to do in the office is to give a punchline or, or a metaphor. I love it. I love it. So listen, I, I applaud you. Keep trying. Eventually, they're just going to start flying off the top. I'm going to buy a book. I'm going to buy a book or get an app because uh, it's, it's. I think it's 10, 20 in the hand, 10 in the bush. Anyways, anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm getting at, right, EC? I know you want I know. 20. They're offering you yes. 10. 
Jesse's on a free in June, June, July, right? So you got zero. So you end up with zero and his freaking salary. What is Jesse on? 150 at least? At least 100. He's on 100 grand a week. At least? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So you don't get money. You pay a salary. You have a disgruntled player. What else? What more do you want? That's, I mean, if if, if that's business, you see, that's bad business. Period. I mean, it's just, I just don't get it. I agree. I don't, and, I don't, I agree. Ten times over. And then if you think about it, you see, if Ragnick wanted him to go and the board didn't listen, do you think Ragnick's going to really want to stay on as a, if, if he doesn't get the head coaching position, <clears throat> do you think he's really going to want to stay off it as a consultancy position? Because he knows that the board ain't going to fucking listen to him. Well, I think that's the key thing, and I think that's why those rumors need to be kind of fleshed out. Because mm-hmm. for me, either way, head coach or consultant, that role of, of, of both of those people is to essentially bring in and move players. So he's come out and said one thing about Tony. There was some discrepancy in that. He's come out and said he wanted Jesse. Jesse stays. So, you know, I, for me, it doesn't look good on Ragnick. It really definitely doesn't look good on the club. But, no, there's no way that if, if I'm a man and you're telling me I'm in charge of the club and I have to pick the players every Saturday and Sunday and, that, and this kid's told me, look, my heart's not in it anymore because I'd like to play and he doesn't fit my system and I tell him, you know what, I wish you the best. And then the board tells me, both of you guys can do one. I'm not going to be warm and fuzzy about coming to work again. I'm going to feel, you know, like you guys don't respect me. So, you know, Ragnick's going to feel that. Jesse's going to feel that. I think you hit it right on the head. you got a player now who knows they don't give a crap about your career. Because you ain't playing. Mm-hmm. You're not You're not coming in off the bench even sometimes. And, and I think, you know, that's one of those things where my hope, my wish was with Ed and his disastrous reign being over, that the new regime would come in and things would be a little bit different. Doesn't sound that way. And I know the Glazers aren't gone. And mm-hmm. I think that's the common denominator, right? So whoever comes in, they're going to have to get, you know, approval from the Glazers. I get that. But um, I was just hopeful that things might be a little bit different. It seems as though that's that's not going to be the case. No, it isn't. It seems it's going to be. It's going to be the same old, same old. <clears throat> and then, again, and if if a new manager comes in, does he want to come into this shit show? I mean, there's a lot of issues, and I've <clears throat> I've read some, and I, <clears throat> you look at the squad for next year and the players that we have. Obviously, we've already discussed um, the players that obviously need to go. And I really hope I'm wrong because I know it's blasphemous for blasphemous for me to say this. But if we're dealing with a bunch of businessmen, right? People that right. Are rather people that rather um, think about their pocketbooks and less. I mean, obviously they 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 don't mind overpaying for players and overpaying salaries. But I think a lot of the, the new the decisions that happened on 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 Monday were about it's about money. Um, I think Ronaldo should go. My opinion. Um, his salary is too high, and I think with that salary, we can probably get a couple more players that actually can, you know, will fulfill needs. I I think 
I don't know. I know it's a blasphemous CC. And I really do, I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope that, um, you know, they, the team could rally behind Ronaldo and maybe pull something out of the hat this year. But <clears throat> I don't think he's going to stay if we don't have Champions League. So maybe that might be a good thing. But I don't think we get top players if that does happen. But with Ronaldo and his salary and how much we're paying him and how much we're paying De Gea, Pogba's salary is off the books, hopefully. I know, um, what's his name? Bruno's wants his, he, want, he wants to get paid. Um, who else? Sancho wants to get paid. You know, we just, we have a salary, you know, that the salary budget that's just inflated. And to get players and, ha- and, and have the board not think about that, and think about actually football. I think some big salaries need to come in, to come off the books, and the biggest one obviously is Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, even though he sells jerseys and he, you know, like crazy. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong about that. Oh, I mean, I think you know Ronaldo. The way I, and this is again just rumors. I think he he's looking at his career, going, okay. Once I finish up playing, I'm going to transition into coaching. I think that's what. He, how he sees I don't see him going. as a coach. You see, do you would you I, follow him? I know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you look at you know Yorkie's doing the same thing right now, and you know he's helped out coach with Solskjaer in the in the U twenty three division. He's trying to come up and coach. Who? I think a lot of those guys, uh, York, right? York. Yeah, and really? he's actually come out in the media and has been really critical of a lot of the Europe the the white coaches. Uh, getting jobs, you know, i.e. Hmm. Lampard, uh, guys that basically are getting jobs and ha- don't have a lot of credentials um, for it. He's doing his coaching badges and, you know, he says he hasn't gotten an opportunity mm-hmm. and he thinks it's because of, you know, where he's from. So um, I think these guys, you know, when they grow up in that environment and you look at the likes of Skulls, who's been a coach, Neville bought a team. Uh-huh. Beckham has one in Miami. Neville? These guys are all kind of bred to not just play for United, but also when they get done, uh, branching off into coaching. Rooney's at Derby. You know, so Neville coached Valencia, remember? Neville coached Valencia, assistant coach for England national team. And Phil right, Neville's so. women's head coach. Now he's coaching the Miami team. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, you're right. And I'm not saying that that's the best <clears throat> model because obviously it hasn't really panned out from the Sarlax Ferguson tree as far as those kids mm-hmm. becoming great coaches. But I just think that's kind of the culture, if you will, for those guys for their next steps. So I could see him staying. His son's in the academy right now. I think he's U15, U14, something like that, to where he can stay, kind of overwatch him, groom him, mm-hmm. and, and kind of be that fatherly role and still get his coaching badges. The salary's crazy. He is who he is. Uh, CR7 is a brand of himself. He's got his new video game coming, among <laughs> other things. He was in Dubai for this break. Lord knows what he was doing, what kind of deals he was making out there. So he's he's a brand in and of himself. I agree with you, though. At 500 almost a week, it's insane for the production rate um, that he's going to be able to, to put out at 37, 38. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very difficult to, to hit at a high clip. He is superhuman, but it is going to be difficult for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the salaries, you know, again, those are those are things that, I, you know, you'd look at Pogba. If he comes off the books at 320, you know, Bruno's going to take that salary. So I'm not really seeing Pogba leaving as a, a salary dump. I just see it as Bruno's agent going, OK, if Paul's off the books now, 
let's go ahead and let's take that money because let's face it, he's the face of that franchise right now of, of United. Bruno Fernandez is, um, you know, besides him not being the the captain, he's the best player at the club um, as far as form is concerned and, and and production. So over the past two years, so I, I it's unfortunate. I don't think we're in a horrible place as far as um, the future is concerned. I look at look at things kind of right now and where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, fourth place, still in Champions League, still in FA Cup. You know, we still have things to kind of fight for. And I think ultimately, if you look at the players who are there, like currently right now, uh, and you still have Pogba to come back, still think <clears> things are, are looking are, are looking good for for right now. Um, however, you know, next coach coming in, going to be very difficult to see kind of how they kind of, you know, set their set in stone kind of what they want to do. And, and are they going to be able to have some kind of control? Yeah. You mentioned Paul Pogba. I mean, if he signs a deal that's been offered to him, I think it's been 400000 right? Yep. So you're talking about him getting four hundred. Bruno's probably going to want to want. Two fifty at least, so it's he'll want worth... three something. He'll want something with a three in front of it. Okay, I mean now you're looking at a very, very inflated budget. So I just, it just, it, I, I, I know we have. I know you've always said, you know, it's monopoly money. It's monopoly money. It's monopoly money. Yes, but sooner or later, um, an owner is going to say, you know what, we, we're, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding money. I'm bleeding. Oh. You know, these guys take money out of the club, so yes. Anyways, anyways, that's a bank for them. So anyways, yeah, I just it's I just don't I don't I don't know where, where to go with this. I don't know where to talk about, you know, where to go and how to feel about the future if we have inflated salaries like we do, because apparently City can get rid of players easily and they don't sign them as they sign them up with pennies on the dollar uh, and they don't pay them as much as we do. Um Liverpool does the same. Everybody does the same. But this United tax is killing us. Period. It's killing us. And um, until we get real football, pe- football-minded people, cutthroat people involved, uh, especially when it comes to the, uh, to the board, we're not going to get anywhere. It's going to be over and over and over. You know. Anyways, <clears throat> well, you see another dark cloud. <coughs> excuse me, is over United, and this one it it really. I really don't know how to react to it. Um, when I heard the news, I know I was driving up. I don't know. Um, you know, when I found out. Actually, it was right before I left when I found out. Um, and I texted you right, right before, you know, in that morning. Um, and I know um, we were in correspondence throughout the day because I was driving. Um, the news about Mason Green, what do you see? Uh I listened to the video. I listened to the audio, or the YouTube audio. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I have daughters, you have daughters. It pissed me off. It, I was, I was, if I had a daughter and she was put in that position, it, you know, I, I, I got it. I, I can't even, words can't even come out. I loved Mason Greenwood, the player. I really do. If, and if it's true, obviously we don't know what, if, 
obviously we'll let the justice system play out. We're not going to decide who, you know, it, you know, what it is, you know, who's right, who's wrong or whatnot. It's just the way that this is being rolled out and being played because, um, what I didn't, it, what didn't sit well with me is the father's comments. Uh, I think it was it the next day or the day of saying that is the, 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 the girl got hacked and whatnot. And, you know, he came out on Mason's defense. It seems like, right. Am I, am I correct? Did you take it that way? Yeah, absolutely. He, right? he defended me. He defended Mason. Um, so I, I mean, that kind of throws a monkey wrench in the whole situation, but it's just, I don't know. You see, I, I don't, I don't know how to react to the situation. I, I don't know about you, but again, you know, being a, a you know, girl dad, it pissed me off because if my girl was, my daughter was put in that situation, um, you know, I, I'd probably go to jail. Um, again, but I can't, I, 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 you know, again, we can't say that. If it was Mason, we'll let you know let the police do their thing. But it sounded a lot like Mason. Um, I don't know. You see, I don't. What did What did you take out of all this? Why well, it It sounds like to me this is a young kid. I think he's been in the academy since he was a you know elementary age, um, growing up around stars. Um, probably never been told no too many times. A uh, handsome young man, um, you know, makes the team when he's, you know, 17, 18 years old, senior team, scoring goals, uh, has his pick of the litter of women. Um, this is not the first episode for him and women. We had the incident, I think it was in Iceland, mm. where he was sent home for partying with, with younger girls. Phil not Moden, to say you can't party with younger girls, but time and a place, right? <clears throat> so we know there's disciplinary issues. Um, with him from the jump again nothing wrong with partying with girls you're young you got a lot of money in your pocket have fun <clears throat> when it comes to this situation i'm not uh not to overstep my boundaries but to me this is definitely mason uh having control issues mm-hmm. uh, wanting to be in control and not being able to get control and having again someone tell him no um that leads to him being abusive those bruises look real to me. Yeah, um, definitely sound like Masons to me. You can't use that tape in court, so that'll probably get thrown out. So it's really going to be down to the investigation between uh, the the girl, the dad, and Mason. Um, I'm done with him. I have a jersey. I'm a huge supporter, but uh, when it comes to rape, I'm I'm good. I'm like I'm like you. I'm not I'm not having it. So. Whatever the outcome is, my hope is that Mason's life isn't over. Mm-hmm. I hope he can, you know, start to advocate for women who are abused, talk to men who have anger issues. Um, but as far as him, you know, coming back in any capacity for United, I'm good. I I strongly feel because a lot of times issues like this, especially with soccer and, and, and huge professionals with money, this isn't going to get swept under the rug, but he's going to pay a fine and he's going to be done. Mm-hmm. Now, he won't play for United anymore because everyone's heard the tape. We know it was Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the bruises, so we know what it is. But he will play somewhere. Um, I don't think he'll do it his jail time. Um, I think the father kind of told the story, which it seems like to me, and I'm this is complete speculation. I have no sources 
But reading that tweet or whatever it was he put out, Mason's clearly putting money in his in those pockets of that family. And she stopped the money train by putting that video out, that tape out, and leaking those pictures. So, you know, I again, I wish he gets what he deserves. I hope she eventually gets the help that she needs because she's going to need it because this is something that's going to change her life forever. And I hope that she does forgive him for her own sake because she shouldn't be holding on to that. However, I hope Mason gets what he deserves and then, again, become an advocate. You know, you've got people out there at that club to look up to, like Marcus Rashford, who's doing things in the community for kids. He needs needs to talk to someone. You. When a girl tells you no, that's it. And he clearly doesn't get that. In his mind, I'm worth a lot of money. I score goals for the biggest club in the world. I do what I want. And that's a huge no-no. So, you know, any kids out there listening, you know, girl tells you she didn't want to do something, that's Mm -hmm. the end of that. And, you know, you, you move forward. Because, again, you put people, like Jesus, myself, you put people in positions where, We've got to make decisions with our lives because you've just, you know, basically messed with our kids. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, probably the most physical thing, the, the, the worst abuse you can do to a woman is, is to rape her. So, you know, I'm not with him. I'm good on him. I wish him all the consequences he's supposed to have and every anything else in life. I hope that he turns it around. But, um, no, I was I was I listened to it. and I thought this is another bad case of a kid that just wasn't didn't understand the word and the value of the word no and took advantage no I agree with you 100% 100% Um, done and again it pains me because I I, he was you know like you you had you bought it I mean I'm not a jersey guy because they don't make jerseys big enough for me Um, (laughs) so uh but like only you, I I really thought no man, this is the future for United. I was a fanboy, you know what I mean. I and I shouldn't be. Same. I'm fucking forty. I'm, I'm a forty year old guy. I'm fanboying over a fucking eighteen year old kid. So that it really it really shocked me when I when I heard it. And that's another thing you see. I, I was there a pattern? And this goes back to United. And and I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to bring up a couple of things. And maybe just in in general for. European football or football in general. <clears throat> was there a... Did United know, first and foremost? Because the, the timing of this... Of every, of, I mean, you know, I'm not saying... I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I really don't. Um, but the timing of all this coming out right before, a day before the transfer window, really, to me, it's suspect. You know what I mean? Because they said that this incident occurred some back back in October, Right? That's what the the rumors are. The speculation is, if that happened, if it is that if it, this is true, that it happened in October, that somebody knew about it. Obviously, with the club, <clears throat> I've if that happened, I've lost respect for. You. I mean, United. I know sports teams, you know, you know, sweep things under the rug all the time, all the time. But if this, I mean, I think if United did this, it's just, this is pretty fucked up. You know what I mean? If they knew about it, if this is the pattern, because like you said, he had this pattern with the English, England squad and he has not been called back. Phil Foden has, not Mason, right? 
No, and like I said, you know, two separate things is still a behavioral pattern of I I can do what I want to do. Yeah, we'll get with that. We'll get I to that. We'll get with that, EC. Right. So we'll I, get with that. So yeah. So I, I just I, I think ultimately, you know, this is one of those things where you know he needs to he needs to get what he deserves. Mm-hmm. And you know, the United's not they're not providing a lawyer for him. He's not coming to practice. They they can uh, publicity. There'll be publicity like nightmare if they did right because so they'll be then condoning just, it. Right. So I just he's gonna if he's got a lot of money, like I said, and he does, he may not do, you know, the two years maximum. He may not even do six months. But I think in in the court of public opinion, everything that I've seen is pretty much everyone is done with him. That's not okay, but again, that's what you did. You you put yourself in that position. I don't think at 19 anyone should be thrown away. Again, mm-hmm. I I am a sole believer in, and maybe this is this is bad, but he definitely <clears throat> needs to sit down with someone, unpack why he thinks he can do what he wants to do, and if he never plays again, again, that's on him. I won't be sad for him. I won't be, look, he's made tons of money, and he scored goals for Manchester United. It's a huge deal. So if he can't play anymore, that's on him. And the best thing he could do for his life is to try to rehabilitate himself, fix himself, and then try to help others. Now get back to this other thing you see. We talked about, obviously, the monies, right? Kids. Don't know, but I heard he has a mansion. I don't know how much he makes, uh, but they said... Uh, I think I read something that uh, he's had a, had he's had to add extra security at his mansion in Manchester. Don't know how big a mansion is. I mean, we, we mean here in the states or here in Texas, a mansion is freaking you know ten you know anything above five bedrooms with <coughs> more than two thousand square feet. You know, what I mean three thousand square feet, four thousand square feet. That's that's what we. You know, I guess we think of a mansion. So who knows? But it's in mansion. I don't know. He could be like a little. I mean, I don't know what he has. That's crazy for what not even a twenty year old kid to have, right? The monies for these young players. And again, I don't know the culture in in Europe. But I think, do you think it's a problem within world football? Because what happens is these kids get signed. At a very young age, especially their international kids. This kid was, um, I know, I think there's rules with international players that you can bring them in when they're 16 to the academy. Like, if they're international. They're not actually homebred, you know, homegrown. Obviously, they're homegrown. They're, you, you could sign them at five, right? So, obviously, Mason was homegrown. So, you take this this kid technically away from his family, right? At a very young age, at, uh, when they can go to the academy, I don't know when they actually. It's it's like a is it a mini like college? You're on campus. You you know you have you have not a foster family but like a host family. Because uh, I know Mason's um, Marcus said when he was living with his mother, you know obviously they, that's why he's really big on this poverty. You know the poverty is his main thing. Or I'm sorry, feeding young you know feeding poor you know feeding poor kids. Making sure they get, because he was that way when he was a child. So I'm, I'm assuming by ten years old, they go off and live. You know, they go off and live with the host family, 
at the academy that they're you know they're 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 being sponsored by the football team is is that is that the kind of thing that you get from from what i understand if if you're in home you can you can go home so mm-hmm. if you look at rival morrison you can live at the house okay as a young kid. now if if you're obviously if you're an out of towner a, a pk someone like that you're going to be housed you're going you got to go to school you got to keep your grades just like Mason would have if he grew up in the academy. With him living in town, he would have been with mom and dad if if mom and dad raised him because he was a Manchester born and bred kid. Now, as you get older, mm-hmm. um, again, you can stay on there. They do have campus, but again, you can live at your house or 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 at your mom and dad's house as it is, mm-hmm. and then get dropped off at Carrington or when you get a car. You know, most of those kids when they sign U twenty threes. It's a very popular story about the 92 kids all getting cars together mm-hmm. and then they're able to drive around Manchester and drive to Carrington and do those things. So it's it's almost like high school in a sense if you're there. So, you know, essentially um, he, he would have been at his house um, up until I would say, you know, 18, 19 years old for him. He's buying and I just looked at his house. It's a big ass. It's a nice situation. It's a mansion. Okay, I didn't look at his house. I again, I very nice. Okay, okay. So, uh, what I'm getting, I mean, because I was always under the impression is when they're in the academy, especially at the age of 16, or would it be U U 18s, right? U 18s, right? Right. They actually have to live. I mean, they don't because Phil and Gary and all them. I mean, this this is what I'm getting at from what they, you know, with, with the class of '92 documentary. Is they actually live like him, Nikki Butt, and all them? They actually live in a dormitory, on you know, on you know, wherever there was. I think there was a cliff, right? So that's what I get. I, I didn't, I didn't realize that you know, like you said, that they can go home and stay at their with their with their families, and they live in the Greater Manchester area. Didn't know that, right? Yeah, so, Ravel's Ravel's famous for driving his bicycle to Carrington because his parents just weren't in the picture. And you'd see Ravel Morrison, probably the best young player of, of his generation, uh, driving, riding a bicycle uh, to get to Carrington for practice. <laughs> Again, I think with their, uh, that's a comparison that Mason's getting is Ravel Morrison, because is he is, is he not going through a similar situation? Well, I think with Ravel, it was more just attitude with coaches, mm-hmm. more attitude with players, thinking he was better than the entire mm-hmm. team. I don't, I don't get that for Mason. I, I really get, you know, when you hear about a guy taking advantage of a woman, mm. that to me, again, that's the ultimate act of violence. So yeah. for me, it's it's deeper anger issues that Mason has an entitlement of. I'm ten times better than you as a person. So not so much as the player. I think he. I think if you're talking about skill set, yeah, he's got the skill set of Ravel. Maybe a better striker, obviously, because mm-hmm. Ravel's more of a midfield player. But I think Mason's got more uh, anger issues, more entitlement, more. Um, I I I don't have to really listen to people, rather than than the, than not being a good player, right? Ravel, famous for playing U23, two U23s England squad, playing against a scrubby team. Not wanting to pass the ball, wanting to do tricks, moves, you know, skill that he didn't need to do, but because he was who he was, that's what he did. So I think I think they're two totally different entities. I think one mm-hmm. mentally a mental block of I'm I'm better than so I need to listen to coaches, and then the other one 
I think he would have thrived for years and years, decade even, as a great United striker. Um, but these type of things, they're hard to hide. And I don't, I don't disagree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think it's conspiracy. I don't think they knew he was out here raping his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I think they knew, hey, you know, Mason's, you know, they, they've gotten into arguments. There's little, little spats. There's actually little videos that have come out of just some suspect things that he's done with her on on film. So I'm not saying United was trying to cover that up, but I am saying, you know, you can probably tell if someone has this type of, um, you know, aggressive attitude, again, not that they're raping people, but mm-hmm. that, hey, you might need to slow this kid down and check him because he's got a Nike deal. He's on, you know, $75,000, $50,000 a week, brand new car, brand new house, Everyone loves the kid. You know, who's going to be able to hone that in? And I think that more speaks to the culture of United with there not really being a true leader to look up to. And that that's what I was trying to get at because, again, getting back to when these kids, I was I was under the impression that they went off, right? They, you know, they lived, you know, they lived in, in this football and they went to school and school and then back and forth, right? But even at that, you're talking about the cult, the, 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 the supervision of the club, you're talking about, um, you see, at, at eighteen, at eighteen years old, imagine yourself. Would you have been responsible enough? Let's not say about the girl, the women, you know, the fame. Let's fuck that, right? Let's fuck that. And I think the closest thing probably here in the United States probably would be. NBA players coming out at ninth and after you know after their freshman year, right? The number one pick making millions of dollars. That's probably the closest thing here in the United States, other than these YouTube, you know, TikTok idiots that are making God knows bukus of money. But at night, think about yourself and my. I mean, I know myself. I would. I'd be an idiot. I'm not saying I would rape anybody, but I wouldn't have the if I wasn't living with my parents or you know whatnot. Or, you know, I went off to school and, eight, you know, I was 18, but, I mean, I went back home, too. I don't know. I mean, it's to make that ungodly money and have a mansion and have these girls just falling over you at 16 years old. I mean, shit, you remember uh, when we made fun of, uh, what's his name, Brandon Williams? Because he had this very hot girl that looked way older than him in Dubai. And when I was like, dude, that dude wouldn't know what to do with her, you know? At 17 years old, 18 years old, Brandon Williams was. Same thing here. I'm not saying, I'm not making excuses for him. What I'm making excuses, I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about is a culture of not cultivating and not looking after your young talent, period. Like you're saying, if United's not, is that's where they miss the mark. Hey, giving him a mentor. You're going to live with a mentor. This is a guy, I mean, you need to live with this guy or, you know, not, I mean, not necessarily live, but. This is your mentor. And mentor these kids. I mean, hell, financially. I mean, who knows what they're spending their money on? Are they financially secure? I mean, shit. They're, they're making generational money. Are they doing it properly? You know? I mean, it's just you're just doing a disservice to the child, I think, in my opinion. Well, I think ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying as far as. And I, it, it's it's not a, you're not copping out for him. I'm not. I'm no, not no, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're saying that. I just think for him, this this is, 
for me solely look at look in the mirror time for yeah. him and 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 just on just on those allegations the the allegations of her telling him no and him saying you're going to like I don't care I asked you nicely you, so I think you're, you're going to do it <laughs> so freaking blew my me, mind for me I think it, it there there it, there does come a point in time where you say you know if you're 18 19 years old there's there's stories that are out there you can look you can look them up just go back to Memphis Depay when when Depay came Depay was I think 21 22 mm-hmm. years old he had never been to Manchester he didn't have a license didn't know how to cook those are all huge things when you can't cook and you figure out that you're going to bring somebody to United from uh, the Netherlands to cook for you and they can't cook so you're out eating McDonald's and Burger King you don't know how to drive. It's not a good situation. Everything has to hit. You can't just say, okay, great footballer, go out there and play. There's a life outside the lines that is just as important as the one that you have when you step in between the lines. So I think for him, I think it's definitely relevant to make sure that you have someone that's going to mentor you. But I think what you ultimately have to do is you have to say, for this instance, for this case, I think he knew better than to tell that little girl what he told her and to behave uh, in an abusive way. I think that's outside of of him needing a mentor, per se. I think he knows better than that. Um, and I think, again, this was just a situation where a young man had it in his mind that it doesn't matter what you tell me. I am who I am. So... You're going to give me what I want. And that, uh, again, that's something that a lot of you hear a lot, a lot about. A lot of these things, like you said earlier, are swept underneath the rug um, and they need to be brought to light. And those guys, again, the consequences of what your actions were, you need to be held accountable for it, whatever they are. And it's not to damn people and to throw them away, but they have to be held accountable for their actions. So I don't think anyone, I definitely don't think you're making any excuses for them. Mm. Like I said before, you know, Ravel's another one. You know, Ravel, Memphis, there's little stories that aren't really put out there that to me that are big deals. And I'm not making excuses for for Memphis and his playing habits. But if you you come to Manchester and they go, okay, here's your flat, here's your car, good luck. Mm -hmm. Off the field, you're not good to go. You're eating hamburgers and french fries. You come to practice and they're like, why aren't you playing hard enough? Why are you getting so weak? Why aren't you going through the games? It's it's almost the same thing, you know, when we're saying with Mason, it's like 18 years old, mansion, car, beautiful girl. He's got the whole package, Manchester United striker. What could go wrong? So is it their job to look after these guys with their girlfriends? Kind of, because they're, they're brands, they're national brands, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're international brands. But again, is it their responsibility to, as a man, say, don't put your hands on women? He knew that. Don't don't have sex with a girl if she tells you no. He knew that. So those things is where I kind of draw the line and go, you as a man, if, if you're going to be man enough to buy the mansion and man enough to drive the car and man enough to score goals and, and, and take all of the glory, sign Nike contracts, you're going to also have to possibly go to jail if, if you abuse people. So, again... Don't feel sorry for him, but I'm not, you know, if his life turns out great, that's awesome. I'm not going to go, well, that that shouldn't happen because he raped someone. No, you need to go to jail if that's what it is. You need to pay your fine, do whatever, 
because that's your consequence. But I, I hope for him that he comes out on the other side and goes, because I screwed up, the money that I've acquired from United, I'm going to use some of that to build, you know, houses for women who are raped and abused and have nowhere to go. That to me says I, I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I feel bad for the things that I've done. I That's my hope for Mason Greenwood. No, I mean, <clears throat> he needs to, he needs to, he needs to do his punishment. If absolutely, if, if if this is true, I mean, obviously, we have to we have to have that disclaimer. I'm not again, I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying, if this is true, he needs to he needs to do his punishment. <clears throat> but there's always time for redemption, and like you're saying, um, after he's done with that, if you know there is a chance for redemption, uh, that 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 would be actually a perfect opportunity for him as well. Uh, quick question: Getting, getting back to the monies, right for young kids, right? I know it can never happen, Easy. I, I know that this because football is a world sport. But would it be something like the NFL having a rookie salary cap for young kids? You know, the, you know, I know they're making millions of dollars anyway, but still, um, would that help? Right, like not getting fame and fortune, you know, getting to these kids' heads at a very young age. Because, I mean, even 22, 23 years old, that's still young, <laughs> you know? It's not very mature. It, it, it's, it's not, but I think that the, thing, the, the fact of the matter is when you, if you just, if, okay, let's say you toned it down and you only gave them a million. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of money, but it is to someone who's never had any. Exactly. So all of all of them should have some sort of a financial advisor. Even Shaquille O'Neal blew a million dollars. I've talked to you about this before. Mm-hmm. He blew a million dollars in a day. And now he's one of the smartest financial people on the planet. Okay. So even he had to take a step back and yeah. go, at 23 years old, yeah, I can go buy five cars today, but... They 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 do they the, the price it. of the car goes down when I drive off the lot. Mm-hmm. I have to pay taxes. These are all things that I'm not thinking about when I'm 23, 22 years old. I'm thinking about the girl that's going to see me in that car. So they all need it. Everyone needs to have someone there to to financially walk them through those mm-hmm. things. But you're you're now talking now you're bringing in people into the equation, right? Women who some women are genuine, right? Some of them. Go to the all-star game to find the young puppy mm-hmm. to get 18 years out of him. Instagram That's models, you know. These, right, yeah. right. And I think Deion Sanders did a great job. If, if you follow him on Instagram, he brought one of the Instagram models, very popular, beautiful Instagram model, to campus to show these college kids, this is what you're up against. And she was real enough to tell them, a lot of these girls just want your money. So when you look in your DMs and you see these messages, do they really want something out of you or do they want a relationship? Nine times out of ten, they just want something out of you. Mm -hmm. So everyone needs a little bit of of guidance coming into the league. And they do the rookie symposiums and those things. They're very popular with Chris Carter. He talks about drugs and being involved in cocaine and Ohio State and doing all these things in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But it's up to you. You know, me and you are in a profession of safety, and I tell people all of the time, I could give you all kinds of speeches and talk about don't do this and don't do that. Safety's up to you, and it's the same thing with your life. I can give you $50 million and you could be Marcus Rashford, or I could give you $50 million 
and you can do all the cocaine and drugs and 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 have women and all the things around you and completely blow it. So, you know, again, I know no one on here is making any excuses for him. He deserves the punishment that he gets for his for what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's really ultimately going to be up to that person, the positions that they put themselves in, and then just life. Sometimes life happens. Lawrence Taylor was a, a standout at North Carolina. Never had any issues. Mm-hmm. Didn't do any drugs. First time he gets to do to try a drug, which is cocaine. He said that was it. It was over. Mm-hmm. One time. Mm-hmm. So life sometimes just happens. It happens quick. I agree with you with these younger kids. You do want someone to put their arm around them, but they're gonna have to grow up and be big boys. And you know, for for Marcus, uh, for 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 Mason, excuse me. This is one of those situations where he's living a little too fast. Life got a little too far ahead of him. Never had too many people tell him no. And somebody told him no. He didn't know how to react. And, you know, now he just had to bail himself out of jail today. So, like I said, I I hope that he gets the consequences he deserves, the true consequences that he deserves, because he'll do it again if he doesn't. If he pays a fine, he'll do it again. If he he pays a fine and and he goes about his life, and he's got enough money to survive. He'll Slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. He won't learn his lesson. That's it. You're you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You could say. So I, get, I, I mean, I, but I, the, I mean, that's that's what that's the that's the whole thing about, you know, never really paying a true consequence, so you really never really learn. So, I know, but you're right. <clears throat> but again, the 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 lack of mentorship, the lack of responsibility from the club. Um, I'm not. Again, I'm not using that as an example, but for future stars, for future kids, like Ingala, right? You know, hey, I hope the club says, you know what? We saw the mistakes we did with, with uh, Mason. You know, we're going to set you up here. We're going we're to mentor you. This is what we're going to do. We're going to groom you. Hell, put a fucking guy like, hey, Rio, I need you to watch this guy. You know what I mean? Mentor him. Hey, fucking stay at Rio's house. You know what I mean? What not? Something like that. Because Rio would say, no, you're not doing that. You're not going to go out. You know what I mean? You need to do this. Or, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know they're not going to be dictators or anything, but at least they could say, you know what? You've been to the show. You know what to do. And I made mistakes. Or You know what? It's just that kind of thing. I wish they can do that. <coughs> Anyways, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to more, to more depressing news. <laughs> See, I mean, this... Uh, two-year anniversaries have been just so depressing. <laughs> uh, you see, the reason why we had, um, I was playing the Canadian theme montage is the United States lost to Canada 2-0. 2-0, you see, with a bunch of scrubs, because I fought to Dave. I'm going to, I know if my boss listened to this, if, listen to this pod, yes, he's going to be pissed at me. <laughs> Uh, for saying a bunch of scrubs. But what the hell is wrong with the United States national team, you see? I mean, I know we I mean, we beat Honduras 3-0 today, but in, what, freezing temperatures in Minnesota? What the hell are we doing playing fucking football in the Midwest in the middle of winter? I don't, whoever made the schedule needs to be kicked in the dick. Let's put it that way. Um, but we play, <laughs> obviously Honduras was, they're not used to that shit. Obviously, we won three 0 but Honduras hasn't watched, hasn't won a game either. They're all they're, all their shit's a bunch of L's. So it's not you know, it's not something to, an accomplishment that we need to 
really be proud of. But we lose to Canada, you see. Canada is leading the, the fucking... Is Canada's leading the pod? They're leading the pod. They're up 23, I think. 21, I think they're one. We're two. Then I think Mexico's three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, look. it It's one of those deals. I'm not too overly concerned. I uh, Like I said, I think 2022, I think we qualify. I think we're going to go to Qatar. I did not expect us to win the World Cup. I think this is the cycle, though, for me. Weston, Serginio, Christian, the core, the core guys have to play in a World Cup. They have to, because I think that next, that twenty twenty, that that USA, Mexico, Canada World Cup, in four years' time, that's the one for me. This one. You know, I'm looking at these guys. They're young. I think Christian's 23, Weston's 22, Serginio's 20. You know, and and we're I, not we're. I'm expecting these kids to all be world class. You know, Adams is tw- I think he's 23, 22. Um, you know, we don't have when you play on an international level. In my opinion, you need to be seasoned. There shouldn't be a bunch of 20-somethings running around just kicking everybody's butt. It's it's senior guys who, who win that competition mm-hmm. for the most part. Even if you look at the likes of Pele when they were winning it, when he was in his prime, yeah. he had dogs around him. It wasn't just him as a 16-year-old kid kicking the ball by himself. There were dogs around him. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, it, it concerns me because in my mind, I'm like, it's, it's CONCACAF. We should either be one or two, us in Mexico. But I give Canada respect. I don't, I'm not their top of the group for a reason. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. Uh, they're playing in conditions that, you know, most people wouldn't want to play in. Be them Canadian. When you're playing football and it's cold, it's not fun. Mm. So, you know, for me, I looked at tonight a little bit more of a concern. If you lose to a team who, who literally has nothing to lose, mm-hmm. literally, they're not going anywhere. Then I'm a little bit more concerned. Take care of business. You win three nothing. You give yourself an opportunity. It's going into the next cycle after uh, today's game. Everybody goes back. But no, I'm I'm not. This for me, getting out of the group at the World Cup is going to be a win. And I know that's setting the bar low, but the United States didn't even qualify last World Cup. No, and it'd be a shame if we so, don't either. <laughs> This time. So I'm not. I'm not looking for them to. If they get out of the group of 16, I would be shocked. You see, I we, mean, we, I would. I would. I'd be shocked. The March. The March. The March games. We still have to play Mexico, Costa Rica. I mean, it's gonna be. It's not. It's not very easy route. No. And if we don't make it into the um, to Qatar, that this is weird. It sounds weird to say Qatar, you know, because it's gonna be fucking. And it, we're going to play in next November. November 21st, I think I saw it. That's when we kick off the World Cup. Um, to December 18th. In the middle of our football season. Anyways. <clears throat> if they don't make it to Qatar. Going into the 2026 North American World Cup. What do we have to look forward to? You know what I mean? Um... Just because we're hosting, we get automatic. And do we even get an automatic bid? Because we're ho- we're hosting with Mexico, Canada, and us. 
all three they all get automatics so that are you sure that, that that's how it's always worked any if you I thought the host three, country so but there's the three countries hosting i mean do they automatically get because that's not very that's fair it. that's not very fair to costa rica you know all the, i mean basically everybody in concacaf the way that i've always seen it like you have if you host you you get an automatic now i don't know if they change that but I'm expecting us to be in it. And, that, that, and that's why, for me, they'll, all of those kids will be in their primes. Whether they're good or not, they'll be 25, 26, 28. They'll all be in their primes. That's what I'm expecting big things to yeah. happen. Playing, and they're, they're going to get at least a game mm-hmm. of the three games. They'll get at least one of them on U.S. soil. It's going to be sold out. Full capacity. Who knows who it's going to be against. But that, that's the one that I'm really... I'm Listen, I'm looking forward to this one. The only thing that sucks is that it's in Qatar. But I'm looking forward to them doing some things. But for me, it's that experience. It's that, that sound, that feel. Playing against, hopefully, our draw's not too crazy, but at least one really good team in our group. Um, I want that experience so that when 26 does come around, it's not deer in headlights action and they don't freak out. They won't have the same coach. That'll be big, too. He's not going to make it to 2026, um, so that so that'll be a big thing. It'll be you know who is going to be that coach. He or she will have four years to figure out what they're going to do uh, with the team. So no, I'm not. I don't like it when we lose at all. But again, with with the United States team, I don't look at them as the finished product. I think this cycle has the potential to be the best we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and so, you know, with that, it is a lot of pressure because they hear it. You know, these guys, Adam's worth $17 million, Christian's worth, you know, $40 million. I mean, these Serginios, they're all worth a whole lot of money. They're all playing for Barcelona, Chelsea, Juventus, you name it. They're all over the place. But you got to live up to it. you got to come together as a mm-hmm. squad and you got to live up to it. So it doesn't concern me a little bit but I, I i i pause a little bit and i hope everybody does too and says look these are these are young you know reina didn't even play reina's out he's another one you know he's 18 19 years old he's gonna be 23 24 mm-hmm. when this still comes around that's when you're gonna look at geo and go okay because he's already doing it on on a, on a certain level uh, on a certain stage so um you know the, the canada game let's nah, let's see what we do against Honduras, a team we should definitely beat Canada's good. They're not great. But Honduras is trash. We need to go ahead and, and put them to bed quickly. And we did that. So not happy about the Canada game, but I'm, I'm happy they bounced back. Two wins, one loss, second in the table. That that qualifies you. Um, so you just you just move forward. For now it does. We, um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Our March games are not very easy. And you, nope. you talk of Burkhalter. Uh, I couldn't. It, you know, it, his comments after the Canada game, I was a Canadian game, the Canada game, um, they were very Ole-esque in my, in my opinion. Yes, we can, you know, control possession. But he said we had, we played one of the best games that they've had, I think. He quoted, right? Yeah, he's, he, if he makes it, I'm going to be shocked. It, it, he's not. He shouldn't make it to the World Cup. He'll he'll make he'll they will let him coach if they qualify they will let him coach. Jesse Marsh should come in right now. <laughs> a lot of people don't think that he'll make it to twenty two uh, for World Cup. A lot I don't of people think they'll fire him beforehand. 
I think they'll give him the World Cup. I think depending on how it goes. So if he, you know, goes out and doesn't get out of the group, I think it'll be immediate. If he gets out of the group, I think in between the end and 26, no chance. I don't think he makes it. They'll they'll want to get those guys in a in a fresh cycle, four years, because you got to think of all the teenagers. Think of all the teenagers right now. Some of those kids will take people's positions. Those kids right now in the United States who are playing, MLS is getting better. Not just that, but they're sending those kids out like the likes of Gio to Germany, to Spain, to England to be able to play. So, um, you know, I, I ultimately think with this with this engine of kids that are coming, they're looking at this as an opportunity for them to do something big. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't think he'll be in charge of it. Jesse Marsh is available. You know, I, I'm just saying. <clears throat> so let's see what happens. Um, enough with that, EC. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap it up. We have a United has a Middlesbrough on FA Cup game on Friday. Thank God we're getting back to football. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're getting back to football on Friday. Uh, a lot of our European players did not, you know, have been off, was off for a week, and I think they resumed training, was it yesterday or today? I can't remember when I, what I saw online. Um, they resumed training, so they have had a couple of days. They're going to have a couple of days of training um, uh, up to the Middlesbrough match. But the thing is, we have a match again on Tuesday, which is a league match, which I think is more important than the FA Cup. Uh, I'm sorry, because we're playing Middlesbrough. I'm not saying the FA Cup is not important. I'm saying just the fact that we're playing Middlesbrough, which is a championship team or a League One team. I can't remember. Um, and we're, we're playing at Old Trafford. What would you do? Huh? Championship. Or championship? Team. Okay. What would you do, EC? Would you play? Obviously, we're talking about Ronaldo. Sancho, um, well, Sancho really has not much, had much game time, so I would play him. Ilanga, would you play him? Would you play Varad in the back? Would you play Lind- Lindelof in the back? Obviously, Harry is coming off an injury, and he needs more game time to get more whatever. Would you play uh, Straw and and uh, and uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka instead of Tejas, which I think are now kind of solidifying themselves with the starters. The midfield, would you play Matic? And um, who else? Matic and we can't say Donny, right? <laughs> Will you play Matic and Fred or Matic and McTominay? Um, pretty much Matic holding that hold. I mean that kind of holding midfield. Who would you play in the the, the in the Bruno role? Would you play Bruno? I mean the the Middlesbrough game is kind of finicky because you have that game on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three days off, and then you bam you play on. Then you play on um, away actually uh, to middle uh, to Burnley uh, on on Tuesday. What would you do? I mean, and what do you think? What's gonna? What do you think the outcome will be for at the middle for the Middlesbrough game? I'm playing all my dogs. <clears throat> the only player I might rest is De Gea. I might give uh, Henderson a game. Mm-hmm. I'm playing everybody. If you're healthy and you're back, um, you're playing. Um, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a club you need to be done with before halftime. Um, with the FA Cup and the way that it is, um, you know, a lot of times clubs like that, if you give them a sniff, mm-hmm. they can make a game of it. Um, 
this is the biggest game of some of these kids' lives. You know, they're they're going to be coming into this thing trying to impress Manchester United players, coaches, mom, dad. I'm playing against United. I mean, this is a huge deal. Um, you know, and it, it, you know, if you look at it, you know, at Old Trafford, you know, people going nuts. You know, this is this is the stage that. I don't care who you are. If you're a football player, this is this is where you want to play. So, I play all my dogs if I'm Ragnick. I'm uh, I'm looking at this thinking we should be done with it by halftime, if not in an hour. If I play all my starters, they should be itching to get back. Um, to your point, all the European ones should be well rested. You know, I saw them at beaches and golf resorts and all <laughs> kinds of everywhere. They had a great time. So it's time to get back to brass tacks, get back to what you're getting paid millions of dollars to do. And then as soon as this game's over with, then I can start going ahead and making subs, taking out the likes of Bruno, taking out the likes of Ronaldo, taking out the likes of maybe a, a Harry Kane, not Harry Kane, excuse me, Harry Maguire resting players for that big match against Burnley. But, you know, I'm I'm going full tilt. I want to see what I have. You know, this is the, this is the squad for the rest of the year, right? There's no mm-hmm. more deals to be made. Um, if, if a deal is made, it's not happening until the summertime. So this is what we got. Let's see you know, see how, how, how strong we are, and, and let's get after it. I don't think he'll play the full, full squad. Not full squad, I'm talking about big dogs. I don't right. think Ronaldo will play. I think Rashford probably will play up front with Yolanda and Sancho on the um, the flanks. Uh, what's the word on Paul Pogba? Is he still, like, is he, I mean, I know he's, he's training. Is he supposed full? to be the Burnley game. He's supposed to play, well, he's supposed to be fit for the Burnley game is what Ragnick said. Now, the comp- press conference is tomorrow. No, no. Yeah. Tomorrow? tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow it's yeah. Thursday. So tomorrow he'll talk about injuries, updates, things of that nature. He's he's he mentioned Middlesbrough, then he kind of backed off and said Burnley. He is training, um, but again, if if he's had a good week of practice, mm-hmm. I'm not upsetting the apple cart. I'm not starting him. Um, he's gonna have to come off the bench, injury, give him 20 minutes, mm-hmm. give him 30 minutes, and and let him develop. Now if he plays well. They're all all the coaches like Ragnick said. Oh, he looks great in practice. I could. That's all talk. Like Donnie, we all <laughs> right. We all need to see what he's actually doing out there on the pitch. So for me, I'm not not starting him, but I would definitely, um, I definitely give him you know 20 minutes, 15 minutes, um, if he's good to go in the Middlesbrough match, just to get him match fit. And then again, Burnley, same thing off the bench. Get you acclimated. If you do better than the sub, so if I bring you in for Scott and you do better in that 20, 30 minutes, then okay. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, practice is one thing. Games, physicality, um, people hitting you upside the head, hitting you in the back, tackles at the legs, that's all going to take a toll. So I know, you know, this is this is almost an audition. This is the way that I'm looking at it for players like Jesse, for players like Paul. These guys are auditioning to go different places. Uh, who's going to be able to splash the cash um, so they can get their signature? So 
Um, but no, I, I think everybody, the only player that I might give a sniff is because it's if a FA Cup is, is Henderson. I think Pogba has plenty of time. Uh, he came back um, before the break. He's been on the break. He's had plenty of time to recover. <clears throat> if he did his due diligence, he wouldn't have went on vacation. Uh, he should he should have probably been training at Carrington that we you know without the team and with the staff. Uh, if he was a professional, he would have done that because uh, he has not played. In my opinion. Um, I think start Pogba for Bruno because obviously that's where everybody wants to see him up top. You know that's where they think his best position is. Give him a chance against Middlesbrough. Against Middlesbrough. I mean, I know that's a championship team. They're 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 scrappy. They're I mean, I don't know them per se, but a lot of the teams in the championship are scrappy. They're tough. Um, it's, I mean, let him see if he can earn his earn. Let's see if he can earn his keep uh, against Middlesbrough in the position that everybody wants to see him in up top. I think this is a perfect opportunity for him uh, if he's fully fit. And this, I think that's a kind of a quote unquote. Uh, because I know managers use that fully fit bullshit, but yet they come on the bench. If you're on the bench, you're fully fit, in my opinion. Uh, you should be fully fit. You can play. So if he's on the bench, he can he could start. Uh, so I think Paul Papa comes in. If he plays 60, he plays 60. That's fine. I don't think Bruno needs to play tomorrow. So you have Paul Papa in that position. I think uh, since Fred is probably played for, I think he's, he, he was uh, called up by the Brazilian national team, I think, right? I want to say. I think he probably would have been, right? <laughs> I don't know if he played, but he was definitely pictured with the yeah. guys. And uh, <clears throat> I, I did not keep track of Brazil during the break. Yeah. Uh, well, if he was, you know, again, if he was away for the Brazilian national team, then you would probably see McTominay and uh, Matic probably in that, then that, in that, uh, Four two three one position, right? The four two, the McTominay and Matic, uh, yeah. and then again, going back to Shaw and and, and Aaron Basak, I think they, they'll probably get the, the the nod with a with a Raphael Varane and probably who knows because Varane was kind of a a little iffy coming off with that not injury. We didn't look injured, but again, injury prone. I mean, we talked about it. Um, so who knows how uh, Lindelof is doing? Hopefully, you know, with the whole thing with the robbery and you know all that is behind him. So maybe you see the the likes of uh, the old the old uh, the old reunion of Harry Maguire and um, and then uh, Lindelof to give Iran a little bit more time to recover. And then, like you said, De Gea, same for the Burnley game. Give Henderson a chance. But do you think uh, score prediction? United moves on two nil. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna predict. Two nil. I'm gonna go. I'm. I, I like that. I like two nil. I was gonna say three. I got a little bit ahead of myself. They would be. They're in seventh place in their league. So that's not even a playoff team. Um. So I'm. I'm gonna say two goals. Um. And they, I don't think they score. And then we can probably both agree that Burnley was going to be the Ronaldo up top, Rashford on the left, hopefully Sancho on the, the yeah Sancho on the right in his natural position. What we fucking bought him for, you know. Now that Mason's gone, I think <coughs> not gone. I hate to say that the way it sounds, but 
Now that Mason, so, okay, yes, he's he. You're yes, you're more. He's saying, not playing. No not longer playing. with the team. Right. I would like to say no longer with the team. All right. Just give he's me the, the give, give me the morning period. EC, goddamn it. All right. Yeah, he, he he's played his last game for United. In now that Mason team. is gone, <laughs> let's see. Let's see if Rash. I mean, Sancho can get some PT at his natural position on the right. Um, and we, you know, in the in the middle of the park, Bruno, and then the Fred, the make the McFred, you know, combo in the middle, uh, with um, your Delot and Tejas on the on the on the on the on the you know on the the backs, with the combination. Who knows if it's going to be Varane Lindelof or Varane or Varane Harry? Because you know what, Harry is the captain, quote unquote. And we have to appease that with the board, quote unquote. So let's see what happens. So with the Burnley match, I know because it it'll probably ha- it's going to happen before we do our next pod. Hmm. Burnley always plays this tough, so I'm going to go one nil United. I think because we're going to have a lot of we're going to have players that are fresh, and I think one nil United would be good for a team that all uh, away at Burnley. I think that'd be good. One nil. Yeesh, that's a that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go two one United. <coughs> I think Burnley definitely get a goal. Um, you know that, like you said, they're tough. Uh, they play tough. They play difficult. You know, game. They're gonna make it scruffy. They're gonna make it tough. They're not gonna, you know, let us play champagne football. They're gonna uh-huh. they're gonna make it. You know, you know, hard nose. But uh, I think we I think we score a winner. And uh, I think we've got winners in our in our squad, and so I can see a two one coming. <clears throat> yeah, let me two one. Okay, one nil. I mean, we're, it still has us winning, so I think that's a positive thing about it. Um, I mean, two one is pretty a constant, you know, because we do have decide to give up that. Stupid goals sometimes, whether it be on yeah, set piece. I'm seeing happen. You know, I'm seeing I don't see, one. I, I don't see burn. I don't. If we go, up, <laughs> if we give that goal, I don't see the again the way we've been playing. Unless we just unleash. Unless this this break was just a epiphany for everybody. Scoring two goals at Burnley, I think, could be a difficult, difficult, <laughs> difficult. Um, um, Bottom of task. the table, Burns. Bottom of the <laughs> table, but they still play tough. Don't get me wrong. All right, EC. Well, it's uh, it's been a great week. I think the the best. I think the best news today is EC that this is our two year anniversary. That's it. I think that's pretty much that all we got out of it. It's our two year yeah, anniversary. Best the best is yet to come, guys. Thank you for all for for um, for um, for listening. And you know, like like EC said, we're gonna work hard to put out uh, better content. I mean, not better. I'm not saying. You don't want to say better because, you know, we always want to make ourselves better. Uh, more content for you all and and and, uh, and be better at that. And, you know, we love United. Both of us love United. And, you know, glory, glory, man, United. You see, I don't know what, to, what else to say, but uh, congratulations on two years, man. Yeah, no, congratulations. I'll be drinking something in honor of uh, the two years tonight <laughs> for sure. A little crown. Uh, and... Uh, more may 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 be long rain may our may our rain last forever because it's Damn. been a long awesome ride a short ride really it's gone by really quickly but and may it continue forever and ever because this is just a great podcast um blessed to be able to do it with you um blessed to have fans out there that mm-hmm. are enjoying the podcast people ask us about it people at my work ask me about it all the time 
So it's just fun, man. It's a, it's a really good time. So it may, it may it rain forever and ever. All right, guys. Good night. And hey, y'all stay warm out there. It's cold as balls. Bye. Look at Diaz. Where you at? Take off, you hoser. Canada, oh, you're no fan of us Cause a movie and TV shows are so amateur Yeah, we laugh it off, that don't really bother me Look, we ain't serious unless we really gotta be Humorous attitudes like kids in a hall The Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, how we claiming them all It's the great white north, I'm of the funniest actors The front of the joke with an abundance of laughter The red and white flag, keep it high, keep it visual People say Canada gets stereotypical